You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. Well, we've made it to double digits, Colin. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, episode 10 of the Owen 60 uh, coming at you right now. Uh, I'm Reese Dumaney. That is Colin Ward. And, well, because we've hit our 10th episode and we haven't really done this in a while, we should give a huge shout out to the man that makes our music for our intro and uh, and our breaks. So a huge shout out to Jonathan Howe. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Yeah. I'm sorry about your Buffalo Sabres. That's tough, eh? <laughs> Botterill, uh, wow, good yeah, job. Botterill out, Malnick out, Botterill <laughs> out. Ottawa, Buffalo, get them all out. That was hey, tough if today. If Detroit's not firing anybody, Yeah, no that was tough today. And Steve Eiserman, uh, yeah. post uh, trade deadline yeah. press conference, hearing that about uh, Blashell safe. I know. He's safe. That was tough. I know. But I mean... That, this team's garbage. It's the worst team in the history of mankind of hockey to me right now. <laughs> I found it funny when uh, when one of the reporters asked him, you know, you know you've know, you experienced losing when you first uh, started with the Wings. I think it was, what, 85, 86? The year yeah. That they had the yeah. worst or second worst record in uh, franchise history. And she goes, so you, you obviously know how bad it is, right? And Steve Eiserman comes out and says, you know, honestly, I don't remember that too well. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I wouldn't. like. No. You know. So. I'd talk about the cups he brought to Detroit. Exactly. That's another thing I took away from that. I like how we're getting on the wings talk. Yeah, but, oh, oh, oh. I mean, I took away, like, all, like, we're waiting for the next Steve Eiserman to come into town. We're waiting for the next yeah. Steve Eiserman. We're not getting Steve Eiserman. I love how Steve Eiserman <laughs> mentioned that. Oh, we got Fred Ross. We got Shanahan's. We yeah. got Zadier Murray's. Yeah, yeah. Lindstrom. Yeah. We got all those guys. But, yeah. And then the <laughs> other one, too, about, like, if they asked him if he was the one that like started the legacy. He's yeah. like, no, it started when Mister Mister yep. Mrs. Illich bought the what team. What the hell? Paper towels are falling. My laptop's my laptop's dangerous. Jeez. It crashes and knocks paper towels over. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was funny. And I remember another question too uh, about um, the Red Wings possibly uh, retiring Fedorov's number in the rafters, yeah. and the one reporter goes. So will you, uh, in your opinion, should uh, Sergei Fedorov's number be retired and will you ever, you know, go to the Illich family and say, like, hey, this needs to be done? And Stevie comes back and says, you know, I don't think I'm going to tell the Illich family anything. They've yeah. done pretty well for their tenure here in Detroit. <laughs> he, just goes, he just goes there to make the moves, call someone up from GR, send yep. someone down because there's been a lot of moves. Yep. That's basically it. Scout yep. Lafreniere, he's always in your mooski. I know, but I think this that will help with our draft um, preview because we're going to do an OHL draft preview heading into the NHL draft. Um, well, yeah, we're going to do an OHL draft show and then we're going to do an OHL perspective on the NHL draft. So that'll be coming your way in June. But I like how we said how for them, they know they're going to be in the top four, how they really focus for him anyways on five players who are definitely top five material That's who they should they focus their time on and stevie says those are the players i'll go watch i won't waste time on a guy that's supposed to go 20th overall which makes sense unless he falls yeah we just take him because unless he scores 20 goals in the next 10 games for a reason yeah Yeah. i think top five is pretty set Mm -hmm. maybe from six to one maybe there's six you got profetti you got drysdale oh yeah you know he's making it well profetti's pretty easily he doesn't have to charge anything to the team just drive up i think 75 i think rossi's going up there too Rossi looks good for Ottawa right now. I think he's in a, yeah. I think he's going for. Someone I, I feel he's going for. Yeah, yeah. Some I was because I was watching Trade Center. I don't I didn't like the sports net too much. I thought they brought in. To, why Why would you bring on Bruce Boudreaux? <laughs> that was of awkward. All people. That was why? awkward. And then like the Parise rumors about him going to the Islanders. Yeah. And then uh, Bruce Boudreaux just coached him like a couple yep. weeks ago. Hey, uh, not so know, long that's... ago you had him. I don't know. I just thought that was dumb bringing on a guy like Bruce Boudreaux. But I like I like Gerard Gallant. Yeah. Uh, that uh, TSN brought on. Yeah. Because I think he's got a lot. We need to learn more. Yeah. He played with Steve Eisen. That's a question I would ask if I was in the Little Seas Arena today. Hey, yeah. Uh, so so uh, when's Gallant, Gerard right? coming in? Yeah. Hey. Oh yeah. Do you need a shuttle from the airport? We got Alexis uh, Zade Wisdom, uh, Luke Evangelista. We got him for you. We'll pick him up for you. Yeah. We'll just make OHL him. wagon tour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> tour the. Maybe we'll get an <laughs> RV. <laughs> you imagine just can't. We need a driver though. We're not driving that. No. We need a driver. Yeah, we do. Any drivers out there that uh, want to drive in our applications? Yeah. At the Owen sixty podcast <laughs> on, Twitter on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yep. 
It's gonna be like one in the morning. We're gonna be checking Twitter, <laughs> messages about hey, our drivers. Hey, I have an RV. Ooh, really? Pick okay. us, do you pick us up? It's like Enterprise. Yeah. We pick you up. Yeah. Um, something though, I will mention uh, that came up on Trade Center. I, I think it was Craig Button or Bob McKenzie, one of them that brought him up. But uh, they're saying Jack Quinn is one of the guys that a lot Ooh. of scouts are looking at that could be Ooh, that player solid. that jumps. Yeah, he's a solid player. He's got yeah. the body type and everything to step up and be the guy. He's got the body type to be an elite player. Yeah. He's obviously a great point producer. For sure, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, him and Rossi, you know, point-wise, very close, but you can't compare the size. It's like you can't. No, you can't at all. Yeah, Rossi has 103 points. Quinn has 46 goals. He's going to be a 50-goal scorer. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll go up. He's going up. Yeah. Well, we're on the topic of the uh, – Ottawa 67s might as well Ooh, uh, kick off the show with our featured matchup from last week, which featured the Ottawa 67s uh, losing in Sudbury 2 nothing. Yeah, that's a tough th- last three games, you could say, for the 67s. That's yeah, it wasn't tough. a favorable weekend for them, I'd Yeah, say. that's a rough last three games. Uh, yeah. David Bowen. Stand yeah, out. Big the shout out of, for him. The son of Joe, holy Mackinac. You got a <laughs> shout out, hey. It would be cool if he was on the call for that. Can you imagine? It was a cool uh, thing after the game, though, when he looked up okay. at the crowd at his dad. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. They shared a little moment there. I like this jacket. Final buzzer. Joe Bowen's jacket, Notre Dame. That was a nice jacket. I'm not a Notre Dame fan by far. Yeah. I'm a big U of M guy. Oh, that's worse. Ohio State. Ohio State. Buckeyes, baby. Buckeyes. Can't just grade it on football. Michigan has the number one ranked <laughs> baseball program. I'm just going to put that out there. Went to the College World Series Finals and lost after winning the first not, game. Hey, if you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And if you're second, you're the first loser. That's right. I, I saw a video about that on Facebook. It was like millennial dads versus like big <laughs> I think I saw dads. that before. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw that before. I haven't shared that to and be the, the millennial dad, hey, it's okay, we're just out here having fun, you know, everyone's a winner. <laughs> then you got the no baby way. boomer dad going, hey, do you guys want to win? Because if you if you finish in second, that's first loser. <laughs> it, it is, it is, you're the first loser, congratulations. You imagine you get medals and says you're the first loser, congratulations, <laughs> hanging up in the room. I mean... <laughs> We should Rob. put that up and post it on our Instagram. If we find it, we'll put it on our Instagram you're, if you're I'll first pro- loser. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. That'll be that'll our be quote fun. of the week. Quote of the week. <laughs> no. oh, if you're oh, second, yeah. you're the first loser. Yeah, that'd be funny. For sure. All right, we'll do our research, try and, uh, try and figure it out. But, uh, yeah, back to the game. Um, shot, you know, for me, this one was, and I told you this before we uh, came on here, started recording, but... Uh, it was kind of like in baseball where you have getaway day on like a Monday or a Thursday afternoon, yeah. you know, something like that. There wasn't a whole lot of urgency that I thought. Anyway, like there could have been. No, a lot like, of playing through the motions. Yeah. Like obviously it could have been a lot different in the rink. You know, there's different atmosphere than us just watching, you know, on laptops, TV, whatever. Uh, shots on goal were 8-7 for Sudbury in that first period. And that kind of just speaks to, you know, Sunday afternoon, the teams are coming off weekends where they've already played two or possibly three times if they had a weekday game. So um, that that's just where that's what I thought the start of the game was, you know, first period. Uh, nothing really going on. Uh, whereas a lot second, of times the second's like that. A lot of times the second period's most boring. Mm-hmm. The first period, the first ten minutes usually get you get the flow going, the yep. guys are ready to go. Yep. That's usually when the crowd's in it too, right? Yeah, they're ready to crowd then Yeah, especially if they're early arrivals. The late arriving crowds and it's tough. Yeah. But, yeah, usually the first and the third, that's, I, I was kind of surprised to see the second period to be the way it was. Yeah, well, and you one think, goal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so one well, goal. you think the second period's a lot more wide open, you know, there's a lot more chances because there is that long change, right? Yeah. You know, I, again, it's, you have the same thing in the NHL, the OHL, the NHL, yeah, it has some, um, some, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, impact, I guess you could say, on the game. Yeah. But, yeah, no, not this one. Yeah, and, it, and it's kind of weird to have no flow in a junior hockey game because like mm-hmm. there's only one commercial break, and sometimes those take forever to happen. Yeah. Or it's the Red Wings game from Sunday night, and there's yeah. no commercial break till 30 seconds left in the first period. Yeah, that made no sense. I would yeah. just get it. Do it at the intermission. Do it in the OHL, they mission. do. Yeah, in the first or second period, two? if there's less than is it two or two three? or three minutes, they don't. And in the yeah. third, if it's less than five minutes, then they don't. Yeah, that's just a free timeout. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and Matei Picard, he got the goal scoring uh, started at uh, 12.40. Yeah, like you were saying. Of the second period. Like you were saying uh, off air before we started our show, uh, two out of the three stars weren't Didn't goal even scorers. get on the score <laughs> Yeah, weren't yeah. goal scorers. They didn't even have one assist. So, obviously, David Bowen gets star number one. Uh, Macaulay Carson, star number two. And uh, Emmett Sorensitz. Sorensitz? Sorensitz. Sorensitz. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was okay. He got third star. Um, neither of those two guys got on the score sheet. Yeah, Picard's so. night ended early with a fight. And that's probably Picard's why a stud. he didn't make a Picard's a stud. Buffalo's lucky to have him. Yeah. They've got a little, quite a good history. Well, I mean, Hopefully he didn't start the Sudbury, Sudbury, but, but I think that had a lot to do with it, though. I think Buffalo had a lot to do with that trade, to be honest, going to Sudbury. Because Luke, Luke Pekka-Lukin was there last year. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, you know, he'll take care of your guy. Yep. And I think, I think for NHL clubs, it doesn't matter where. It matters if they're in it. Yeah, if they're in it, they want them playing. They want them playing in the big national games at the end of the year, yeah. like the TV games, Memorial Cup. Yeah. That's how guys get noticed. Look at Suzuki last year in Guelph, right? He went through the roof. Now he's on Guelph or on Montreal. Yeah, make a huge impact on Montreal. Yeah. He's gonna have to now with Kovalchuk on. So yeah, great, just, move. great move for Washington. That's what was that fifth round pick they got though. Like, come on, get a third. Four. That's embarrassing. Might even a fourth. Yeah, but still, that's too high. Only one? Yeah. If you're going to get a fourth-round pick, make it two-fourths or a fourth and a fifth. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my idea. I thought they yeah, didn't for sure. enough for that. But, yeah, uh, yeah Matej Pekar, uh, I'm actually going to look at the penalties here. Uh, this came at 16.07 of the second period. So just four minutes after he scores, he gets a roughing penalty, which was served by Ethan Larmond. Sorry, I just had to move in closer because I have terrible vision. Um, five minutes for fighting and a misconduct for Jersey. So what's that? The fight strap? Did he try to jersey him? Yeah, did he try to jersey him? The fight strap went off. Wouldn't it be his fight strap, though, that'd be a problem, not his opponent? You would think, but he must have did something. I don't know. It was Kevin Ball he fought. That, that's an odd fight. You think Kevin Ball would have the... Well, Ball got the instigator, too. He got yeah. five, and... Uh, well, it doesn't show that he got a... Is it a But Picard got the game. For instigator? Yeah. Picard got the game. Ball didn't. I think that falls under the um, equipment. Yeah. Because Elijah was, Roberts. But the visor, yeah, yeah. That was weird. But he only got ten. Yeah, they're putting a new uh, thing in that, to the league. They're really stressing, like, mm-hmm. the visor. So apparently if it's, like, over the, like, nose, like, you can see the eyeball. Yeah. Like, it's, uh... It's, it's showing, not, like, yeah, but it's yeah. not protected. Yeah. They're gonna call it. Which I mean, it's I mean, kind of an immature penalty to take, to be honest. You know, your equipment managers know. The equipment managers tell you, "Hey, guys, yeah. come in the office. We gotta check your visors." Yeah. Right? And I mean, that's why an immature o- penalty to take. Yeah, that's why the OHL visors you can't move them. Yeah. Because when I was with the Ice Dogs, I got lucky enough to take home uh, Billy Constantino's helmet from oh, two years ago, just because they were doing a, a like a season ticket holders could come and buy like equipment. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, can I have a helmet? And they're like, yeah, no problem. So I took one. It's, I like it. You know, it's a visor. But they don't move like in the NHL. You can't flip them up yeah, or you anything. can't tilt it. Uh, remember, Nicholas Cronwell kept getting called for that. Yeah. For his his was a time. crazy tilt. His, he might as well not even have a visor on. Because, yeah. like, oh, it was like almost like a you know, catcher's mask. The visor's up there. It's almost yeah. like that high. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that uh, ended the tape of Carr's night. And then... Uh, a lot of penalties. Well, Dalen Gruel. For the Ottawa 67s was kicked out of the game for abuse of official. It could have been something hmm. said. It could have been something said. That's true. Accidental. Yeah. Shove after the whistle. He accidentally got the ref. Yeah. You never know. But uh, and I we were checking because oh isn't that a suspension like abuse of official? It's a suspension in the NHL. It's usually, yeah, it's automatic so, too. Usually in junior. Yeah. Um, so we checked the. The uh, suspensions, and no, his name is not on there, but a teammate's of his is, is uh, Merrick Rippon is suspended indefinitely right now, along with Greg Morales, who's suspended so indefinitely. That's, too. isn't that over eight games then, indefinitely? Is it five? Maybe, maybe I five think it's games. automatic five. Yeah, it's automatic five, yeah. And if you're a repeat offender, it goes yeah. up. Again, this is, we're not 100% sure, we'd have to look it up. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's five, though, if it's over the five, mm-hmm. usually. Five well, sounds like a normal number. And depending on when the game happens, say like so, um, the Ice Dogs play Thursday nights at home. Say someone gets a abusive official, uh, or whatever penalty it is, they get suspended indefinitely. Team plays two more games, 
they might not make a ruling on it until the Monday or Tuesday after that weekend. So you've already missed two, and then they might make it five more. Yeah. So which is kind of, I don't want to say it's not fair, but depending on what you did, it's kind of like, come on, give them you know, a little leeway. Yeah, usually if it's major, though, they do it right away. Like, yeah. If it's something really bad, they usually look at it right away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then uh, to round out the scoring, it was uh, Brad Chenier at uh, 1834 of the third period. That was an empty netter. So you can't really blame the Ottawa goaltending on oh, that. Oh, Cedric Andre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Cedric Andre. Andre's solid there. He reminds me a lot of Bowen. When I, I watched like the third period there, like closer because I was kind of baseball for the you first two. But I watched the third and like they remind me so much of like the way they move around the net. It's kind of like scramble, but they're always in position and they're quick. Like, Andre's not the, the prettiest style goaltender. He's a lot like Jonathan Quick, acrobatic. Mm. He's going to make the crazy yep. saves. And uh, that one remind me a little bit of him there. <laughs> Watching him get the shutout. 26 stops. Yeah, well, you can't really call this a tall goaltender's duo. No. Bowen's 6 feet, Cedric Andre's 5'10". So they have to be able to move laterally and yeah. you know get down and get the pads on the ice. So, yeah, the, that's what you're saying, Nick. Right after the game, is he the new uh, Brett Brochu of the East? The yeah, he, he did text me that. Yeah. goaltender, but yeah. he's 19 years old, which kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's not having a great chance to go to the NHL, but, you know, most you never know. some players go college route in Canada, and they have made the NHL. Hey, so. uh, Bowen's 18-4 and four in their uh, junior A affiliate. They're uh, the race side ball for Canadians. That's quite the name. Playing for the Canadians, he's wearing a Montreal-type jersey. Yeah. Ooh. I wonder if his dad has a jacket or, like, a jersey. Maybe that's why he wanted to get fired from Can you imagine he goes to a Leaf game wearing his kid's jacket? <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah. I don't know. It is radio. You don't really have to wear a suit. What? So, he has know, a, any jacket goes, I guess. He has a 2.64 goals against and a, nine, and a .925 save percentage and two shutouts this year, Paul. Wow. Two shutouts. Is that one right solid now? Solid numbers. Yeah, those are solid. For 19, and I mean, he's played a couple of games with Drummondville in the Quebec League, but you'd think Sudbury would give him a couple chances because mm-hmm. we were talking about their goaltending at our deadline show. Like, yeah. we were surprised they didn't make a move for a goalie. And, yeah, because uh, uh, Cole Perbu, we don't, uh, I don't think, anyways, has a real good, I don't know what word to use because I didn't. They're obviously doing well. They're in second in the Eastern Conference, first in the Central Division, but I don't think he's got the experience. I don't think he uh, has what it takes just from I don't watching think he the has, previous years. I don't think he has year. what it takes to match up against guys like Hunter Jones, Cedric yeah, Okay, that's fair. That's what I yeah. think. Okay. I like that better. That's what I think. I don't think he has it to match up with those guys. Those guys are premier goalies in the league, and I don't know if he has what it takes. Like when you watch Guelph play with Nico Dawes, Nico Dawes can win games for them. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's our featured matchup from last week. The Sudbury Wolves and the Ottawa 67s with the Wolves taking it 2 nothing. All right, let's get to our matchup quickly for uh, yeah, this, is a good for one. this coming week. Nico Dawes. Yeah. Curry Pierroinen. Hey, it might be Medina. I like that name. True. Medina's won them a couple games. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't looked real great. No, they lost their fires, but yeah. They're, these two teams, uh, again, we're recording this on uh, Monday night. So what day is it? Monday the 24th? 24th. Yeah, so we're recording this on the 24th. So Wolf Stormer in six, Windsor is in five. And this game Woo-hoo. is going to take place at the WFCU Center, February 29th. Saturday night. Saturday night in Windsor. Great spot. You don't have to watch the Wings game. You can watch the Spitfires game. Hey, it'll probably be closer. Probably. Yeah. That's nice. Avoid it. <laughs> Cheaper tickets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Better game, too. Yeah, I know, eh? Um, okay, so just going to quickly look at uh, head-to-head stats. Guelph is the only win so far this year that uh, the two teams have met up. Um, last year, Windsor took three of the four meetings against Guelph Storm, which is surprising when you look at both the teams last year. I mean, Guelph didn't have the greatest stretch after the trade deadline, but... They want to know a gel championship, so you can't really criticize them about it. Um, in the last five years, Spitz have had their number. They're 12-5. and five. Yeah, I'm going with Windsor in this one, too. <laughs> yeah, so am I. 
Oh yeah, this is the first one I think we're going to say. I know, I know. I think it's the first. Watch out on Twitter; we might be hearing it from uh, the citizens of Guelph. Oh well, they love us from baseball. Sure, they love us. <laughs> uh, By yeah. the way, the Windsor Spitfires are six and two at home, uh, last five years against Guelph. So, yep, I'm going Spit still. I like it. All right, no blonde moments this yeah. week so far. Hey, we are okay. Hey now. <laughs> So, yeah, that's our featured matchup. Stay tuned on our uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at the Owen 60 Podcast. The Guelph Storm taking on the Windsor Spitfires on Saturday, February 29th to round out the month. Hey. The old year. year. February flies. Yeah, it does. I, I love it. It's my least favorite. Spring training started. It's my least favorite month, February, because it drags on. And even yeah. though it doesn't, but, like, there's nothing to look forward to. But then... And it's usually the worst for the winter weather. Like, you really rarely see huge snowstorms yeah, like anymore. Yeah, we got through January, a couple. Yeah. And now we hit a February and we hit a couple already. Yeah. Halfway through. But. Yeah, so uh, so that won't be pleasant. But uh, quickly, before we uh, round up the segment, because we've got a huge segment coming up after Oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped yeah. for it. Yeah, it's going to be a good segment. We're if you're an Eastern Conference fan, yeah, if you're an Eastern Conference yeah. fan, stay tuned. Yeah, no, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. But, uh, yeah, a couple milestones to get to before we go to break. Um, Joseph Gareffa, uh, forward for the Ottawa 67s, 300 career points he got to this past weekend. Hey, uh, Joey G. Joey G. Yeah. Most of those coming with Kitchener, but oh, yeah. Great uh, he's move. definitely made his mark on the 67s this year. That's low-key one of the best moves this year. In the yep. Not at the trade deadline. Yeah, not. Well, this I, su- I this summer when we do, when we talk about, like, when we re- reopen the trade book and stuff, yep. like, we look at the trades, I think right now that's in my top five. That's helped them so much. Absolutely. Him, well, Kitchen Rangers involved in two trades because Jacob Ingham too, right? Yeah, that's huge. So that's another big trade. Um, and then, guess who, Colin? Who is it? Oh, the Flint Firebirds. Hey! Are Let's yeah, go. Yeah, the streak the streak ended, which is sad. Yeah, it ended I mean, week. I was going to get to that in the power rankings, but. <laughs> yeah, Colin's redone our power ranking or his power rankings from, uh, from last week, but it's funny. We're also going to do the bottom five. Yeah. Not just the top five. We're going to do bottom five, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Mr. Wellwood, the bench boss of the Flint Great Firebirds. coach for them. Great coach for them. He fits in so good for those guys. He's a younger coach. He's just yep. coming up, first time being a head coach. It's perfect for those guys developing. Mm-hmm. And you can see it right now in Flint firsthand how good they look. Well, I a think, lot of it's on him. I think it was important for him to be a part of that uh, – I guess you could say abysmal season they had last year. Uh, he came in uh, – you know, he got them their first win, which is, you know, step in the right direction. But yeah. uh, he's definitely been one of the key factors in the Flint Firebirds uh, having so much success. And this number really isn't huge, um, but uh, he's got 53 wins um, as a head coach of the Flint Firebirds. And that's obviously a franchise record with them only being in the league for five years. And they clinched a playoff spot for their second time. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That arena is going to be hopping. I'm pumped for that. That's second out. We are going. Whether it's second, third round, if they meet the playoffs, we're going to the game. Yeah, yeah. They meet the playoffs. Road trip. The Owen sixty will be there. Should hit a Tigers game too. Ooh, the Wings. Well, that'd be close. Be over, won't it? Yeah, that'd be close. That tickets to their last game. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. It would be the second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. Oh well, we'll see. Tigers. Yeah. Um. Two. They also have set the record for the most points in franchise history, 74. Unless they've changed. This is a wrong thing. Unless it's wrong. I don't know. That's solid. Looking at it right now. Oh, they're at 76. Hey, now. Sorry, I was just looking at the graphic when they on the night they actually set it. So, my bad. Um, they are now at 76 points in fourth. One back of the second off spirit. For Ooh, first in the division, second in the conference. That's going to be a battle. Well, considering the top four teams I love those in the conference are within three points. Yeah, that awesome. That loss Friday night for London in Guelph. That yeah, really that's hurt. huge. That really hurt. Yeah, like it didn't hurt with the games in hand, but it helped all those other teams that mm-hmm. have played more than them. Yep. It makes Wednesday's game against Guelph almost a non like it's not, but it almost is like a do or die game. It's gonna feel like a playoff game there. Mm-hmm. Especially being in London, it's gonna have nine thousand there. Hopefully, you never know on a Wednesday night. Yeah. But hopefully, they gotta they gotta be there for that. That's a big game. You would think so. Yeah, you gotta be there for that. It's uh, not 50, automatic. Yeah, fifty five games for the London Knights. Well, or all Kitchener, Saginaw, and Flint have played fifty seven. So that's their quote unquote one game in. Anyways. All right. So yeah. All right. Uh, time for a break. 
Uh, coming up next, we've got a look at the Eastern Conference and each team's remaining schedule. I am so this will help us predict our well our rankings going forward, uh, where each team will finish, um, and just looking at overall their opponents and what chances they have of finishing where. I like that, especially dealing with who's fighting for that eighth and final spot yeah. in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, that's gonna be that's a battle down the stretch. Yeah. I wish they played head to head. Can you imagine if they did like you know like how in like baseball they'll have like that play-in game for the wild card? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they did that? Have Niagara Kingston play off for that one spot? Yeah, Niagara almost had to do that three years ago. The first year I uh, interned with them, uh, it was them in North Bay fighting for the eighth and final spot. But uh, Niagara came in one point ahead into the final day. They lost in Mississauga. So this was the same time going on in the North Bay game. So all North Bay had to do was lose in overtime, and there would be a tiebreaker game up in North Bay because they had the head-to-head. Yeah, and North Bay lost by one, so there was a little celebration in that uh, Mississauga press box with myself, um, another intern at the time, the GM, and he wasn't the assistant GM at the time, but you might as well have called him that. That's exciting. Yeah, it was a fun time. Well, that'd be that'd be a cool experience. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty good. Even though it was weird because. I had it. I had it on OHL Live on my laptop. The game had ended. I was yeah. like, "Oh, let's go!" Like I'm pumped. So I'm like, "Hey, Brandon, we're in. Look." And this was the guy I was talking to. So Brand, I was like, "Look, look, like it's over." And he goes, "Shh, we're waiting." I'm like, "It's on my laptop. The game's over. <laughs> they're, in, they're in the zone. They're in the zone." Yeah, they're and then the like zone. ten seconds later, they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Um, I knew this twenty seconds ago." Just turn and look. What are you talking about? This is old news now. I know. Oh. Okay, all right, time for a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Eastern Conference schedule breakdown here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demani along with Colin Ward, and time to get to uh, one of our more favorite segment oh, so classic. far this is a classic yeah it is for the show like this yeah is the first, well, it's the first year but this is a... <laughs> 10th episode by the way we're uh double digits baby hey now you need to get that <laughs> trademark <laughs> dylan larkin doesn't trademark it so no he doesn't i'm so... gonna trademark it on my twitter yep hey now all right sounds good yeah all right so uh we're gonna break down all of the schedules for the eastern conference teams Leading into the playoffs, we'll get to the Western Conference teams next week because we have a funny feeling this will take a long time. Well, at least half an hour because that's really what we have right now. So uh, no, no overtime tonight. No, there isn't. There really isn't. Um, so we'll get to North Bay first. We'll go bottom to top. So North Bay Battalion, they've got 12 games remaining. Yeah, and uh, mine isn't too kind. No, might, it isn't. I might You're, have uh, some uh, slack for this. I have them going 0-12. That's I'm sorry. Ruthless. I'm sorry, North Bay, but you're gonna get the picks, and I mean, I have you at home to Sudbury. I just think Sudbury needs the points so bad right now. They're not gonna cough that one up. At Erie, which is a tough one, I go Erie with that. Mm-hmm. I got Niagara. They need the wins. It's in Niagara. I have Niagara pulling that out. I also have uh, Kingston. Uh, in Kingston, them get at home. I mean. Uh, them losing that one. So, yeah, it just continues. I have them going 0-12. Wow. As my mic is just dropping. Jeez, it's, that's not a healthy mic there. Yeah, it just What is going on? Drops. I mean, first the laptop, now the mic. Is that, yeah, there we go. Now we got it. All right. <laughs> it kept uh, falling down to my chin. And, uh, oh, it still is. Oh, there we go. All right. Okay. Yeah, so you're ruthless with North Bay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that is uh, pretty mean. What did doubt. they ever do to you? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But I did something to them. Yeah. So, so I'm in trouble. Yeah, so they've got 31 points uh, right now going into this week. Uh, I have them winning once, which isn't too much nicer. And one of those games is against the Barry Colts. That yeah, home those home and On the homes. 14th and 15th. Yeah, that's a toss-up for me. I just think Barry needs the points right now. They're two points behind Sudbury with the game in hand. Mm-hmm. they got to win those games. I think that, to me, I was close to picking North Bay too. But I'm going to go with uh, Barry in that one. Yeah. I think they have a chance the against Kingston. But 
I still think Kingston's, Kingston's top line is better than all four of their lines. Well, Kingston has so. one of the best top lines in the OHL right now. Yeah. Chromia adding, then our guy uh, Zade Wisdom, Zade, and uh, obviously uh, Shane Wright. So who? That's I've solid. never heard of him. Yeah, I never is heard he good? of him. He's just exceptional. Yeah, <laughs> never heard. Of him. Forty goals as a sixteen-year-old. Well, fifteen, so a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, no, he's uh, pretty good. Let's just say that. So. The North Bay Battalion, Colin has them 0-12. I have them 1-11. So that's a 0% chance of making the playoffs. Oh, yeah, there's not a chance. Yeah, so All right. tough. To uh, the team, they're tied for 8th with the Frontenacs, but currently out of the playoff picture. The Niagara Ice Dogs only have 11 games left. Yeah, I have them going 4-7. Uh, Some seven. people might them. say that's generous. I have them winning... Well, I'm a generous guy. Sorry, North Bay. <laughs> oh, North Bay. North, North Bay doesn't like me. I'm not welcome there now. Uh, March 1st, the North Bay game. Their media room food's okay. I have them winning. We'll pass that. <laughs> uh, I have them winning the game March 1st against North Bay at home. I have them winning uh, March 13th at, at Mississauga. I have them winning that one. At Oshawa, I have them winning March 15th. Yeah, that's a bold one at Oshawa. I know, two back to backs, but. I just had for the back-to-back for Oshawa. And then Peterborough the night before. So I just think that's... Well, before tough. Oshawa? Yeah. No, they're at home against... No, uh, Oshawa is... Oh, Oshawa. Oh, I'm not okay. 100% sure. We'll get to that when we get to Oshawa. But yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Niagara on that one. The, I just thought going to pull one out. They almost beat Guelph on Sunday. That's true. Yeah, and we both thought they should have. Well, that's their first point in God knows how long. I would have challenged that. I for sure would have challenged that. I thought you got pushed in. Yeah, when you're yeah, a team that's lose. lost so many in a yeah, row. Yeah, nothing got, to lose. Yeah. That's what happened. Wow, you, you lost your time out. Oh. What, do you, oh. what were you going to tell them anyways? Over Win? Over like, time. I don't know. And then but the last game of the year at North Bay, March 22nd, is going to be a huge game for the Ice Dogs. Could potentially been, decide whether they make the playoffs for the like 13, you said, 14th straight year, actually. Like how you said, North Bay, or your press box. 13th, sorry. Yeah, they've made it every year. They've been in Niagara. And, uh, yeah, the 22nd, the last game of the year, I have them winning in North Bay. Mm-hmm. And that's a 4-7. and seven. Whoa. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going 3-8 and eight just because I don't really think they'll have a chance against Oshawa. Oshawa? Yeah, that's and, the only game. Yeah, I knew that was a toss-up. You know, the North, the North Bay games I think will be close. Um, but I just think Niagara will, you know, pull up their games. socks because Kingston, they've shown that they know how to win. And Not a lot, but, be, you know. They have winners on their team. they yep. got too much guys that are too good not to be mm-hmm. a winning team, especially in the future. Yep, and then when you when you look at the games that they're probably going to lose, uh, Peterborough, Ottawa, that's almost not a must-lose. Lo- must a lose for sure. Yeah. You're not going to say that, but there's a good chance. Uh, they're getting against Sudbury as well on March 14th. I think that they have a chance to... Uh, to uh, lose that one. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. The Niagara Ice Dogs definitely fighting for their playoff lives right now because, what, they're up by how many points over Kingston? And Ooh, it's yeah. gotten to this point, right? Yeah, it was like 9 or 10. Plus, like, they were in, like, the 5 or 6 spot there, too, at the deadline. Yeah, I think, that, sure. I think the highest they've gotten is 6th. Yeah. Niagara. When, they, when them and Hamilton were close. And we thought they were going to be able to beat Hamilton in this series. Mm-hmm. They're like... Yep. Well, yeah, they took the first two games of the K-9 Cup and then just laid an egg in the last four. Oh, yeah, the K-9 so. Cup. But every player dreams of winning. Oh, yeah. You don't think of the J. Ross. You think of the K-9. Yeah, yeah. That's K-9 like Ottawa Cup. and Gatineau. You definitely want to win that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a great... Uh, <laughs> it's a great... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's Niagara Ice Dogs. I have them going 3-8. and eight. Colin has them at 4-7. and seven. Next, to the Kingston Frontenacs. Yeah, I had a typo. They have 13 games left. That's a three? Yeah, it's a three. It looks like a one and a banana. Yeah, I scribbled, like, over (laughs) top of it, and it's like a three. Yeah, whatever. Actually, actually, you know what? It looks like you had 12, and then it looks like you tried to put 11, because it looks like you tried to put a one over the two, and then it says 13 up the top. Yeah, I realized, like, hey, uh, that doesn't look like a three, so I kind of scribbled. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so 13 games. I would have just counted. I have Kingston going three and ten. So that means Niagara gets in the playoffs. It does. Ooh. It does. Kingston's good. I mean, it's just the they're two games win in a cup hand, in a right? couple of years. Yeah, they're gonna win a cup in a couple of years. But I have them winning a game where uh, Peter Bill's on a back-to-back on the nineteenth of March. I have them winning that one on March fifth. I have them beating North Bay, and March seventh, I have them beating Sioux. 
That weekend's gonna be good. Is this seventh and eighth? Is this? They're all on the road for all these first games. Yeah, they're on the road trips. They just had their homestand. Jeez. Yeah, they're on the road. That's a long time. Long time without a home game. Ottawa, Saginaw, Flint, Windsor, North Bay, Sioux, Sudbury. That's not a. <laughs> but if they win a couple of those games, look out. That's gonna change. I think that I think I I'm gonna call them beating Windsor. I think they'll beat Windsor. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Windsor just Windsor's hasn't played well of late, and I think I think the not making the move at the deadline is really starting to catch up with them. Yeah, I agree. And I kind of expected them not to, and I kind of thought maybe they could be a team to put like to make a run for the Memorial Cup next yep. year. They're not going to host it, obviously, because they just had it. But I thought they were a team that could make a run for it, and it still might happen in the summer. They might make a bunch of moves like oh, Ottawa did this year. They yeah. might do that in the summer. Yep. But competing yeah. with Oshawa, hopefully Hamilton puts in for it, but I don't think they will. No, I think well the de- when's the deadline? I think it's up. I think it's uh, Oshawa. Yeah, because yeah, I think they said a decision will be made, and then well, not a decision. They'll present their well, they'll have their How presentations in the next couple weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, in a city building in probably downtown Toronto. Yep, probably. Oh, uh, where the the OHL office? Yeah. Yep. Well, CHL office, but been it's there. the same building. Never been there. Never had it. Never had a Never hearing. Been there either. We're gonna have a hearing, a podcast hearing there. <laughs> Yeah, Colin uh, giving bad PR for North Bay, making them go 12. Yeah, can we see you in our offices on Monday? What's up? What's up going there? <laughs> What's up, boys? That's funny. Um, for me, I'm going to... a business card. Yeah. <laughs> we do have business cards now, and they look really nice. So... What business cards for? Yeah, exactly. Um... I don't know. For me, the Kings and Frontenacs, I have them winning the same amount of games as, uh, as the Niagara Ice Dogs. Ooh, this is fun. Um, obviously, I said they'll... I said I think they're going to win against Windsor. I don't think they're going to take down Ottawa, Saginaw, and Flint. I think there's yeah, a chance they take tough. down one of them. On the but back I don't back, see all three. They catch a team that's tired, and I mean, they're going to be tired yep. too. But it's so hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I have them winning back-to-back. Windsor, North Bay, um, and Sioux, actually. I'm going to go three in a row for the case of the Frontenacs. And that's going to be um, this. That might be the thing that separates them then from the Niagara Ice Dogs. Yep, Ooh. yep, absolutely. Uh, Sudbury, I have them losing. Uh, Hamilton, that'll be a tough game. Just the way the Bulldogs have played. Meshach, uh, Kaliev, they've really gelled as a duo, so I think that'll be a tough one. Um, they get Ottawa at home, at Ottawa, at Peterborough, at a- Oh, jeez, that is not a healthy last six games of the year. Yeah, they have the harder schedule over Niagara. Yeah, so I'm going to give them with the three wins. Never mind, the four, because that'll be tough. Unless, unless, I don't know how much, I forget from last year how much if they rested anybody you know if teams did that that's the only way i see kingston coming out of it with a win over peterborough oshawa or ottawa because if you think about it peterborough and oshawa right now are tied in the standings they're not going to be resting people because they're playing for position right now too yeah for sure because they've clinched a playoff spot it's just a matter of who's finishing third and who's finishing fourth yeah and that's because it's going to be a central team in second that's why there's a couple of ottawa games when we get to there i have them losing late because they're already. They're not yeah. moving anywhere. I. That's why I think they might lose those games because they're going to be resting a few guys. Yeah, you might expect Cranley to start. And not Cranley's the majority of their games, but at least half of them. Cranley's a stud. Yeah, I know. So that's uh, like a starter. He's a starter on probably eight different teams in this league. I can starter on Niagara. I can tell you that. Yeah, Niagara has a lot of goalies right now too. That's true. They do. Tucker Tynan, by the way, expected to be back in Niagara within the next couple weeks because hey, it'll be that'll be the six to eight week window. Yeah, we're just talking about that yep. the other day. that's yep. good so good to hear so yeah both have kingston winning three of their last 13 games which if it did happen and niagara won four the ice dogs would make the playoffs for the 13th straight year you think there's a lot of pressure do you think the guys feel that in niagara no not really i think they just want to win games yeah like everyone wants to play in the postseason it's not a matter of oh there's a streak we got to make sure yeah. that might make you a little bit not stressed but overplay uh, make more yeah, mistakes. I don't think there's much stress like around the community of St. Catharines about that. No, they love the Ice Dogs. This yeah, community Niagara is actually really good when it comes to OHL hockey. Yeah, so. it's a junior market. Yeah, it's a good market there. Yeah, the only problem they've lost two teams, so that's why the league was reluctant to go back. They've lost the foul. Teepees, sorry, they've lost the St. Catharines Teepees and the Niagara Falls Flyers. Yeah. So that that was the only issue. And the, by the way, St. Catharines Teepees are now the Saginaw Spirit. Ooh, history. There's a stat. History lesson. Yeah. History Not lesson. stat, but. Hey, now we're coming at you with a stat. <laughs> Love it. 
yeah, I just wanted to point that out there. Because a lot of people, um, the Ice Dogs did a St. Catharines Teepees night. Uh, I think it was two or three years ago. And then they retired Stan Makita's number. Well, okay, they put a banner mm-hmm. of him because he played in St. Catharines. And that's where yeah. that stat coming up. Oh, they're now Saginaw. And I'm like, holy crap, that's actually kind of cool to know. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah. To the Hamilton Bulldogs with 10 games remaining. Yeah, I have them going 5-5. Five and 500. Five. That's, it's, they're going to stay in the same spot. I don't see that. Well, they could pass Mississauga because they're tied. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they'll finish. Had a chance from, to catch Barry, too. I think they'll finish from 5 to 6, or 5 to 7, where they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe go up a couple spots. I yeah. like their team. Like you said earlier, Misak, Kaliev, that's solid. Yeah. I think they're a team that's built for next year. I think they should have went in them. At least bid for more <laughs> yeah, obviously. I know. But... I have them going 5-5. Five and five. I have them beating Owen Sound, beating Kingston, uh, winning a couple home games against Mississauga Sudbury back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Then they go to North Bend and have them winning that one. Yeah. So 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, well, and you think about that bidding for the Mem Cup and, you know, if Oshawa makes the finals, the West team automatically goes to the Memorial Cup. Hamilton's not in the Western Conference, and it's probably going to be a Hamilton-Oshawa uh, Eastern Conference final. Oh, sure. Unless Ottawa, you know, unless Ottawa... I guess, depending on what it's happens. It's Rossi and Quinn back. Quinn will probably be back, I figure. I, figure I think both probably... of them will, to be honest. I think both. I'm trying to say it. Depends on Rossi. Because Rossi looks really good. Oh, well, yeah. Like, Rossi's probably the best player. Like, he's going to be the best player in the league next year, I think. That's my opinion. He's one of the best right now, so. Yeah. Okay, think... that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm going to take them 6-4, and four, the Hamilton Bulldogs. They're gonna, I think they're going to take the game against Owen Sound. Oh, um, 26? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think they're going to... I don't think they're going to beat Flint, but I think they're going to give Saginaw a run for, that mu- run for their money. I think that, that could go 50-50. Back, that, that last trip? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have them beating Saginaw, though, but I have it being close. Yeah. Um, I don't have them beating Peterborough, but that game against Saginaw at home, I think they'll win that one. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, that'll be a solid crowd at First Ontario Centre. Um, there are pretty dedicated OHL fans in on, in, uh, in Hamilton. There's not many other fans that go. That's yeah, yeah. It's and tough. it looks empty that because of the building. building yeah, right? that big building with like nobody there. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, the game against Kingston, I think they'll win, so that'll put them to three and three. Uh, Mississauga, I think they'll beat Mississauga. Um, Sudbury, I think they'll win the one at home, but not on the road. Kind of the same situation with Saginaw, yeah. um, where home crowd advantage, home ice advantage could uh, could put them over the top. I have them obviously beating North Bay. Um, so let's do some math. One, two, three, four, five, six. six I have them losing four. to Oshawa in their last game of the year. Yeah, six and four. Because Oshawa, that I I still think that'll be a big game because I don't think third or, or yeah yeah third or fourth will be decided. I think it'll come down to the last day of the year. Yeah. It's going to be a fun... It's not just the West this year. I know. I know. It's, it's nice to have two races. Yeah. This is the best the league's been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, the most even, I'd say. Oh, for sure. There's no team like that stands out in Ottawa. And Ottawa losing this weekend really hurts. Yeah. That's kind of a game where you kind of thought they wouldn't because Sudbury... Sudbury's a good hockey club. Don't get me wrong, but you know, they're uh, 26 points behind Ottawa. So. Yeah. But good. whatever. All right. From the Hamilton Bulldogs to the Mississauga Steelheads, who have 11 games left to go. Yeah, I have them going 3-8. and eight. Uh, I just think uh, I had them beating, winning at home on March 6th to North Bay, uh, March 12th at North Bay, and then uh, at Niagara, March 19th, I have Mississauga winning, so 3-8. and eight. So mm-hmm. that would get Hamilton into that spot. Yep. So yep. That's going to change things up a little bit. Oh, my laptop just went off. Oh, my girlfriend got a 90% on her law debate. Hey, now. Hey, right on. Hey. Good for her. All right, cool. It's three and eight. So that means Hamilton would be in six. I've been, I've been ruthless. Up. You have. You really have. That's tough. I didn't realize this. Uh, like my power rankings would be like that, too. My power <laughs> yeah, rankings are a lot of people. Yeah, those are not skewed, but... I hope like, people like that download our podcast when you're driving. Don't drive off the road when I say our, uh, pa- my power rankings. Wow. Because I'm, I'm worried... <laughs> Is that I'm, shocking, I'm hey? worried someone's going to be after me for it. I'm worried I'm going to get some messages. What do you mean after you? Well, someone, I feel like someone's going to send me some messages on Twitter saying, hey, uh, what is that? What is? Why do you have them there? Because I do. You know, Don't worry about it. Yeah, Come up with your own rankings. <laughs> um, yeah, in all fairness, I don't have Mississauga doing too well either. Three and eight. 
Yeah, that's right. Three and eight, four and seven. That's kind of the range I have them in. I don't think they'll beat Owen Sound uh, this coming Friday. Uh, I have them losing in Sudbury too. Uh, I have them losing to Saginaw on home ice, but I do have them beating North Bay. Um, I think that's mostly a given for uh, all teams. They play North Bay twice in the span of a week, so I think they'll take both those games. There's um, uh, they are cut off uh, with a Peterborough game that comes on the seventh. Um, I don't think they'll win that because that one is up at the PMC and the square. Yeah, corner. yeah. Um, even the crowd in Peterborough may not be the biggest in the world. Well, this year's but, been a lot different. Yeah, and this yeah. year and we've had a couple of games where it's been yep. sold out, which is great to see. Yeah, great market out there. Um, I have to be honest. I have them taking both games against Niagara. Oh. Unless wait, unless I chose Niagara to take one. Give I can't remember. Yeah, Niagara winning one. Yeah. So that that'd be three. And then I think they'll beat Barry. March 20th, because that's a huge game for both of them. Again, it's all in the seeding, who you play in the first round. Yes, I don't see any of the bottom four teams making it to the second round, but of the teams to make it close would be, it wouldn't be the 1-8. I think that's going to be a clean sweep, but I think the Bulldogs and Steelheads, or not Steelheads, the Colts, will be the two teams that make it interesting in the first round. I don't see Mississauga maybe winning one game. That's well, just think, where I'm at. I think right now uh, Hamilton could beat Sudbury in that first round. Ooh. Yeah, that's a hot, hot take. Yeah. I would agree. To be honest, I would agree with you. Nisak Kaliev? That's solid. I think that Nurse, would go seven. Nurse's last go around? Yep. Yeah, he's got. Are you kidding me? He doesn't want to go out in the first round two, yeah. two years in a row to end his career. Yeah, he Well, OHL career. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Hamilton would give him a go there. Okay. We'll probably be at a couple of those games with being. Uh, Pretty close to the first Ontario Center, so yeah, uh, yeah it'll be. A, nice. Yeah, that that's what it would be right now. Yeah, Hamilton's a seven, Sudbury two. That's solid. Hmm. Okay uh, that's then. A solid series. All right. Um, Barry Colts. I skipped a page. Yeah, let's go to the Barry Colts. I think I'm going five and seven. Uh, have a win uh, February twenty seventh at home against Niagara, uh, March eleventh at Owen Sound. I have them winning. March 14th at home against North Bay. I have them winning. March 15th <laughs> at North Bay. Taking the home and home, home sweep. And home. Oh, yeah, the home and home sweep. And then uh, March 20th at Mississauga, I have them winning. I have them going 5-7. and seven. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, for some reason, Niagara can't win in Barrie, depending on what team they have. It's just for some reason, recent years, the Barrie Colts have always had their number at, uh, at the Barrie Molson Center. I like that arena. It's actually really nice. And thank you for making it convenient and being right off the highway. Oh, those That's are That's very convenient. Those are the best arenas. You have to drive downtown. And I'm it. talking to you, London. Jeez, that's like 20 minutes to get from the 401 to Budweiser Gardens yeah, on but, a good day. Okay, I'll give you a quick way after. It's like oh, 12 geez. minutes. 12 minutes exactly. Next game. Where I'm, do you get yeah. off? Hi, Barry. <laughs> Next time I'm at the Bud, I'm going to start my uh, uh, I'm going to time it. I'm going to time it, and then I'll, oh. I'll let you know. Okay. We'll do it behind I, the I scenes. I don't get off at Highbury. I get off at Wellington. Uh, Wellington. Yeah, we'll do a behind-the-scenes thing. Uh, Colin does London. <laughs> we'll have a Colin time. live stream is drive. <laughs> Instagram live. Whoever, whoever comes with it, you can go live on Instagram. Yeah. This is how you do it. <laughs> and you'll time it. Oh, I know how to pass lights. All right. Long. Okay. That's that's when you just There's make nothing the ex- wrong with your arena, yeah. London. I love it. Uh, to me, uh, yellow lights look green. So, <laughs> just my opinion. Speed up, oh, speed up, because you're to come. I know. Eh? Not that I uh, support that. But. No, no. Um, oh. But yeah, I have Barry in the same spot. Five and seven, uh, possibly four and eight. If um, you know North Bay steals one of those home and home games again, I don't think it'll be likely because Barry will have there will be a little bit more urgency to keep that fifth spot and. Uh, you know, have a chance against the Oshawa Generals, who are currently in the four spot, which would still be, you know, has a chance to be a lopsided series, but um, Barry possibly could put up a fight. Um, so that's our take on the Colts. We are getting close. We are over halfway Oshawa? right now. Yeah, up to the four seed in the Oshawa Generals, who have 11 games left. Yeah, that's another. Uh, what, you had to write one in? Typo. Yeah, I had to write one in. Uh, I like how you put the space though. Like you knew you screwed up, but you didn't want to type. Well, it in. no, it was a printer. I had it typed in. Yeah. But then, like you know, how there's a space. I had written in there, uh, like I think it was March twentieth at Kingston. Yeah. Yeah, I had that writ- typed in, and then like I printed it and it wasn't there. Oh, that's weird. My laptop's a beauty. <laughs> oh, could be a printer. Yeah, true. Oh well. Oshawa has eleven games. We need a. 
Yeah, 11 games remaining. I have them going 6-5. and five. Uh, I have them winning March 1st at home against Ottawa. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Eh? Ottawa's not going to like me. Wow. Uh, That's in Ottawa. Oh, no, 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 no. Home. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Home and home, my bad. Yeah. March 6th, I have them winning at Guelph. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about 4th? London? March 8th. <laughs> March. Look, London's too hot. London's got a great issue in net. It's not a back to back. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, March 14th uh, at Peterborough, I have them winning that, the rivalry. I have them going into Peterborough winning that. Um, March 18th at home against Barry, I have uh, them winning that one. And then uh, at Kingston, March 20th, I have them winning. And March 22nd, I have them winning again, going 6 and 5. So you have them losing to Niagara? Um. Yeah, wow. that's a back to back. Because that's a back to back there for them. That's not a that's not an easy drive either. Peterborough. Yeah. Or, oh no, it's back up in at home. Never mind. Because they go from Ottawa, they go from Ottawa to Peterborough, but Niagara can already be there. Yeah. So, I got fifteenth uh, Sunday, six oh five. Yes. Okay, so that's uh, that's not as bad. That's not okay. bad, but it's still. No, sorry, I'm reading your thing wrong. They're in Peterborough than at home. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's still tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for me, I I think they're gonna go uh, seven and four. Um, I think they're gonna the take. Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, I think they're gonna lose to Peterborough and Ottawa. They'll take the one at home against Ottawa. People... Um. They'll beat Guelph or they'll lose to Guelph. Oh my God. <laughs> they'll beat Guelph. Sorry, I'm I'm having such a blonde moment right now. I'm totally just whatever. Um, so yeah, I have them beating Guelph, losing to London, losing to Ottawa, beating Peterborough on the 14th is you, but I have them beating Niagara that back to back. So that's just where I'm at. I have them seven and four. I still think they'll finish fourth. Cause I think Peterborough yeah, will I don't uh, think... stay in third. Yeah. Uh, they're tied right now. Like every damn team seems to be, yeah, but, team's tied, but yeah. yeah, we'll see on the next one. We get the Peterborough in the three spot. Yep. Yeah, let's, well, let's go to the right now. Flip the page. Eight and three, I have them going. The Peterborough Peaks. 11 games remaining. I have them beating Yeah, their Austin. schedule looks a little bit easier. Yeah, it's a lot a easier. A little bit. When I was doing that, I was like, they're going to win that. They're going to win that. So uh, February 27th, at home to Oshawa, I have them winning. Uh, March 1st, Barry at home, I have them winning that one. March 5th, at home against Hamilton, I have them winning that one. March 7th, at home to Mississauga. Have them winning that one. It's a lot of home games there. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 8th at Niagara, I have them winning. March 12th at home, Sudbury, I have them winning. Uh, March 14th, <laughs> Oshawa at home. And losing that one. That's a tough one. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of home. Yeah, uh, there's a, they only have four road games left. Yeah, then Kingston at home, I have them winning that one. So going 8-3, and three, three losses. Ottawa, Kitchener, and Oshawa, I have them losing to. Hmm. Huh, yeah, yeah. I'll probably get, I'll probably go the same way. Um, losing to Ottawa, losing to Kitchener. Um, now those games are the fifteenth and the twentieth. At Kitchener, the fifteenth. At Ottawa, the twentieth. Um, yeah, they're gonna beat Niagara. That'll be Akil Thomas's return uh, to the Meridian That's Center. That's gonna be a cool scene at Meridian. Yeah, I can't go. Colin will probably go. Yeah, I'm gonna try. But to. I'm actually mad I can't go because I have to call women's hockey. But um, whatever. Crap happens. Um, and. Yeah, they'll beat Barry. They'll beat Hamilton. I have them losing once against Oshawa, so uh, that'll round out the three losses for me. Yeah. So we have Peterborough finishing in the three spot. Yeah. Yeah. I think Absolutely. their goaltending is better. That's just yeah, the biggest Hunter advantage Jones, for them. Hunter Jones or uh, Jordan Coy. Yep. Sudbury Wolves in that weird two spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have them eleven games remaining. I have them going seven and four. Uh, on the twenty-sixth of February, I have them. At North Bay, winning that one. Um, March 28th, they have Niagara at home. I have them winning. Um, March 1st, Mississauga at home. I have them winning that one. And then uh, March 5th, they go to Barry. I have them winning that one. And then uh, March 8th, Kingston at home. have them winning. And March 14th, at Niagara have them winning. Oh, one more. March 17th, North Bay at home. have them winning that one. I'm going 7-4. So do you have them losing both games to Hamilton? The 20th. The 15th and the 20th. They're in Hamilton, the 15th, yeah, which we actually games. might be at. Yeah, both games. Ooh, I'm going with the hometown okay. team in that game. All right. Yeah. Hamilton's solid. They yeah, they are. And the, just the way uh, 
Sudbury is with the goaltending. I don't know mm-hmm. if I think that firepower on Hamilton has it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take them on their last game of the year against Hamilton on the uh, on the 20th. Well, if that's a first-round matchup, I feel like both teams are going to hide as many guys as they can. Yep. That's what I think. Just to not hurt anybody, it's going to be like an eight-game series. And if they, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think... Games, it, play eight games in a row against each other, possibly. Yeah. Well, and the distance. when you look at it right now, only two points separate the Wolves and the Colts for... Uh, First place in the Central Division. So, in my opinion, I think the Central Division is going to be up for grabs until that last weekend. That'll be another race that'll be decided cool. on the second last day or yeah, the last day. Yeah, that's, you're going to have to. Which makes it even bigger because if Sudbury loses, they won't get Hamilton. And if Hamilton wins, or Sudbury wins, they'll probably get Hamilton. If Hamilton wins, then Barry could slip into that second spot. You never know. And either way, I think Hamilton matches up well against Barrett or uh, Sudbury. Yeah, so do I. I think Barry. So they might not want to win. They might just want to stay in seventh. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think, you know. They'll well, a big difference tank. from going from Sudbury-Barry to playing Peterborough. It's a big difference. Oh, yeah. You went all in to make a run. Yeah. At least at an OHL final, Eastern Conference final. It's, it's just your prize for winning the first round is the Ottawa 67s. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun time. No. <laughs> That's a fun time. Yeah. Good experience. Face a good team. Make it to the second round. Yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, Ottawa, 13 games remaining. All right, then go with 10 and 3. 10 and 3. They're not going to leave. I'll just say their losses. Yeah, I might as well just say their losses. March, yeah. So, March 1st at Oshawa, I have them losing that one. Uh, March 21st at Barry, I have them losing that one. And March 22nd at Mississauga, I have them losing that one. The reason why I have them losing those last two games is because. They're going to have guys rested for that. It's the last two games of the season. They have a 3-3, three and three, and I can almost guarantee Ottawa's not going to play any of their good players a 3-3 three and three on the last weekend of the season. They're already mm-hmm. clinched. They can't go nowhere. They're just, yeah. going, to, they're just going to let them stay home and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Don't get um, hurt at home. I'm going to go 11-2. and two. And I think they'll win against Mississauga, that 22nd game. Yeah. I, I think they'll win that one. I don't think they'll win in Barry. It's a toss-up for me, honestly. It's a toss-up. You don't yeah. know what they're going to bring, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they'll bring a guy like Rossi and Quinn just to give uh, them more experience. Just NHL scouts like to watch their guys in every situation, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a meaningless game, they want to know what kind of intensity they bring to the game yep. in a meaningless game. So I feel like scouts are going to be watching them closely on that one too because they watch in every situation – and that's one of them. Yeah. So they might Yeah, it's not, it's not all about winning because you have to do the work to win. Yeah, and I think they want to know that. Do they come and just go through the motions? Yeah. Or yeah. do they play to win? Yeah. And I think that's what scouts are going to look at. They look at when you're down, when you lose 10 in a row, they look at it. When you win 10 in a row, they look at it. Mm-hmm. They look at blowout games. They look at games when you're down and bad or when you're up bad. They look at everything. And I feel like that's one that – they're going to be looking at. So I feel like that's why they'll want to send Quinn and Rossi mm-hmm. just to give the scouts that extra look, and it's great for a franchise if you get a guy picked in the top five like oh, yeah. Rossi. So I feel like that's the only reason why they will. Yeah, okay. And they'll probably have the league clinched by then, so that's another reason not to play them. But again, you know, you're still, Gosh, whether it's yeah, trying to fight for most points in franchise history or most goals in franchise, you know, there's also still records, stuff to too. play for. Also People don't think about records. that. Yeah, story Scoring records. Mitch yep. Marner and uh, Dylan Strome there a couple of years ago, I remember they played the last game of the season just to break the record. Yep. I think Strome was in Niagara for the record. That broke yes, it. yeah, they were. Yes, and then yep. the year before, Marner broke it, mm-hmm. and then the year after, that's when Strome broke it. That yeah. year 18 was amazing. Kingston's that next team. Kingston is that next team. I agree. They're going to be uh, really good. They're going to be at the top. They're going to be what Ottawa is, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. For at least two, three years straight, they're going to be the team to beat. I would agree. Absolutely. That's our uh, schedule breakdown. That's pretty fun. That was fun. I like that. I'm pumped for the West. Yeah. Next week, we got the West. And, I mean, do you want me to do the power ranking quickly? Uh, Yeah, we can do it quickly, and then we'll get to uh, a man that had to play net when he didn't want to. So we'll get to the power rankings quickly. Go ahead, uh, uh, Colin. So five have Ottawa. They drop from one to five. Four and this is why you will veer off the road. Yeah, that is why. Because I had them, they went one and two. If you're the number one team, you don't lose the 10th place team in the conference. That's my opinion. That's why they dropped the five. You don't lose to teams like North Bay. It doesn't matter if it's home or on the road. You just don't lose those. I know they probably got caught sleeping. 
they just thought they could walk in there and beat them. No team in the league you can do that to. That's why they they dropped the five. Uh, four and wow. a half London because that was a tough loss to uh, Guelph on Friday. Tough goal that went like right through the goaltender for the Knights. That was pretty tough. Mr. Miskew? Yeah, that was a tough one. I'm sure he wants to have that one back, and probably if he gets nine out of ten of those shots, he stops nine of them. Well, That's you said if Brochu was playing, they win that game. Oh, for sure. I think they win that game if Brochu's playing. Yeah. Brochu's a stud. <laughs> I think Brochu gets drafted. Columbus. Probably. Columbus drafts all the Knights guys because of Basil Wait, McCray. this year? Yeah, 17. Oh, okay. Because Basil McCray with Columbus. Yeah. I think he takes a shot at Brochu late in the draft this year. That could be it. Oh, and 60. That'd be a sleeper pit. Okay. Or Columbus might take Evangelista, too. That's another one in the second. Watch out for that. Second yeah, third. possibly. There's a lot of teams with multiple picks in the second round. So. Yeah, especially now. Detroit's got three. Hey. Let's go. Yeah, that's not bad because they have a lot of good third-round picks. Yeah. Uh, three, I have the Flint Firebirds. And Firebirds are staying where they were. Uh, they went 2-1. and one. They lost their streak, but that's too, they're too good to fit to fall. Yep. I have them staying the same. And Jacob Ingham stole that game anyways. Yeah. He was a re- one of the main reasons that Kitchener took that one in Flint. And that's why I have them ranked second. Mm. They knocked out a team that won 15 in a row on the road. Jacob Ingham, like how you said, stole the game. I have them second. And Saginaw, number one. 2-0-1 this weekend. They lost in overtime to Barry. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough loss, but... Like Got a point. Said, yeah, like how he said it earlier, Saginaw's solid. The, the only thing I'm worried about is their goaltending. Mm-hmm. But I love their uh, forwards. I love their D. I, getting Bodie Wild back is huge. I like Saginaw. Saginaw is going to be tough. Saginaw, Kitchener, Flint, London, Final Four in the West this year for sure. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's any upsets. Yeah. And okay. that's my top five for this week. Yeah. Switching, th- switching things up. All right. So uh, before we round out the show... Uh, most of you know, because probably a lot of you are Leaf fans. I'm sorry. Um, a man by the name... I love that. I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh, I love this. I love this. A man by the name of David Ayers Sam stole Moni the show. Sam Moni Driver. I love the memes right awesome. now. Around the he went on Good Morning America. Room. Really? I know he No, had, today. Sorry. Today is the one with the... I know he had, on. like, 22 televised, like interview set up for like the next couple of days yeah and he's, he's gonna be guy. in carolina tuesday that's gonna be cool and i like the jersey thing too like a t-shirt yeah and the proceeds gonna go to a kidney foundation yeah that's, that's right sweet. on yeah that's right on yeah to the hurricanes to do that yeah so uh we're gonna take another look at ohl history of emergency goalies if you want to call it that uh connor crisp Took on the Niagara I, ice dogs i remember that it was I, a sports net game yeah which made it even bigger i remember yeah then they just Throw him in there, didn't they? Yep. Is that Devin Williams? Uh, actually, he wasn't the one that got injured. He was injured the night before. Yeah. Or the two days before. So, they went so in, he didn't travel. So they went in with one goalie. Yeah, they went in. I'm trying to find uh, who it was. Rasmus Sadikov was taken out of the game just two minutes into the contest after colliding with Niagara Ice Dogs forward Alex Friesen. That's like... So putting in the emergency goalie like this is like in baseball when you just throw in a shortstop to pitch. Oh yeah, it's like, let's get like out of here. Let's get out of here alive. Let's yep. get out of here alive. That, that's what this is like. It's just yep. like coach going up and down the bench. So who wants to put the pads on? Uh, I'll do it, coach. You're in. Oh man. Stop the puck. Do your best. Yep. Well, Devin Devin Williams was hurt in a game on the yeah on the Friday night in a loss to Saginaw. So that's why they only traveled with one goaltender. Of course, the league was not happy. And uh, the general manager at the time for the Erie Otters, Sherry Basson. No, wait, what? That's veteran. That's OHL executive, sorry. Uh, OHL executive Sherry Basson. The Ot- what? Veteran OHL executive Sherry Basson, the Otters general manager. Okay, yeah. I had to read the whole sentence. So, yeah, I was the Otters general manager. Apologize for not having a backup goalie. Which, did they not believe in Junior B back then? Or yeah, something? I mean, like, you can get a guy from geez. anywhere. And, I mean, affiliates can yeah. ship guys there pretty um, Crisp finished. 
This is impressive. I know he gave up a lot of goals. The final score was 13-4. to Still made 32 saves. <laughs> yeah, like, holy crap. Yeah, that's unreal. That's still a little bit impressive. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, this shows you how uh, great this person who wrote the article because he put ice dogs as two words. <laughs> great job. <laughs> Good time. Brutal. Yeah. That's just like when people use the old ice dogs logo. That used to really... Um, Get me angry because yeah, you'll like that, it used eh? to have it used to be bones with Niagara ice dogs underneath. It looked okay, but eh. Now it's just bones, and people still use the one with ice dogs underneath. They're like, no, that's another. It's one. Not right. That's another one that bugs you. How they announce every single person on there. Oh my staff. god! Why Here do we have, go. nobody Here we cares? Go. <laughs> no one cares. It takes up like <laughs> at least thirty seconds to announce Fire all these go off, people. Man. You announce the GM, the head coach, the trainers, the dentist, the pastor, the yeah. billet coordinator. No one gives a crap. They really don't. <laughs> no. Does anyone even listen to that? We no. Should, we should no uh, way. That's our Twitter poll this week. Do you listen to the pregame uh, coaches slash front head, office head members? coach? Sure, whatever. The NBA does that. MLB does that. Whatever. The coach, I don't care. Yeah. Good for him. But you don't have to announce every damn person that's part of that organization. Oh, you might as well throw the front office team in there, too. Oh, manager of ticket sales, Brianne Witte. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have that. We're going to have actually, that on the She's show. actually a really nice person. Um, uh, she does a great job as the manager of ticket sales for the Ice Dogs. Um, but, oh, this is, uh, I don't know, a random person. Say my name. Uh, Reese Dumaney, uh, social media interns. intern. No, you're not going to do that. So why put all these people? There's shout no to, need for shout it. Shout out to B-Cap. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I don't get that. It's a waste of time. There's no point in doing that because nobody listens. Anybody <laughs> listen to when Rod Mahood, the great PA announcer for the Niagara Ice Talks, announces the refs and the starting lineups for the visiting team. Rarely do people really listen to that. They pay attention to the Ice Dogs starting lineup. I'm putting and that scratches. Twitter poll out there right now as I speak. Do you listen to the pregame uh, announcement? Stupid. The There's no need for it. I'm telling you right now. There's a I'm lot of dumb things it. that teams do that I could go on and on about, and I'm not going to mention hey, specifically. In the summer, but in that the, is one of them. In the summer, we're going to have a thing. Who can change a rule? If you could change a rule, what would it be? Ooh, that'd be that'll be a fun segment. But if you could change, uh, why like, do I things feel that teams do? Yeah. Why do I to feel like we're going to have to come back and listen to all of these ideas and be oh, like, for sure. what did we think of a segment? Like, Oh, for sure. Write it down on my notepad right yeah, now. Yeah, but okay. Um, I think we're all, we're way over an hour, I think. We're in overtime again. Yeah. After we just said no overtime. I think we're like six minutes over. Hey, it's oh, well. six minutes. We're in the shootout. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that's it. That was my rant. Yeah, uh, that great was show. Colin's top five. Um, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was. That was a blast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up next week, uh, we go over the West remaining schedule for each of the 10 teams and who we think uh, who will make headlines in the playoffs in the Western Conference. It's going to yeah, be fun. We'll jump up. It's yeah. a tight spot. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, it'll be week 11. Um, but this was week 10, so a shout out to uh, us for making it to double digits. <laughs> Johnny Radio and their music, too. Yeah, Jonathan on air on Twitter and Instagram. Jonathan Instagram. Al. Yeah, he uh, covers our intro. And our uh, break music. So, uh, shout out to him. Uh, thanks so much for this. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck with your Sabres season, Johnny. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's too Go bad. Away. But, yeah, Michael, he's pretty good. So, um, no way. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's week 10. It's in the books. This is the Owen 60 Podcast. Uh-huh.